as though he did not fear them. Jesus stood down and wrote, What do you say? What do you say? What do you say? What do you say? Was not talking. Okay. Was his hand. He bent down over the ground and was writing something. Was writing something. The Bible said they were provoking him, asking him, asking him to test him to know his opinion. Tell me what. Maybe you already know the answer. That if Jesus says something, if he may not actually say because he is so prepared, people will say that God should take one bread. Uh, came, came or something like that. So we are testing him. We wanted to know what he would say, his own personal opinion against the opinion of Moses. So when they continue asking him, he raised himself up and said to them, Even if we can't sing around him, let him through his own advice. This is the scripture that so many pastors want to preach about. Because they don't know that this is where our reign starts from. If you don't understand it, I don't know what Jesus said, you will not actually enjoy your life as a Christian. And when Jesus said that, as though he has written something in the ground, he, he, he said, Everyone has to say, to stone this one. Okay? And again, he stood down and wrote from the heart, he wrote something before. Then he stood down again and wrote something. The those who have it, being convicted by their conscience, went out one by one, beginning in the modest, even to the last, and Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. Okay, when he stood up again, there was nobody around because they were all convicted, judged, convinced in their mind that they were not qualified to show the woman. Even though God says that this is stone, Jesus standard of the Lord is that anyone that is qualified to stone should be the one that is without sin. And I love this passage. I this every time. And I said, one other thing I love about this one is that he started from the oldest. Beginning from the oldest. So the older you are, the more like you are in your conscience. The only you are, the more your past register your memory. Begin from the oldest inside the drawing to the least and the left. When Jesus says to the woman, so no longer the woman is said to our woman, where are those accusers of yours? Watch it. As no one condemned you. Because without condemnation, there can never be, not my words, I can go anywhere, evil or correct. Condemnation will come first before evil or correct. Condemnation will come first. And there are so many things all over the world, all over our mind, all over the judging us. That's what he said. He said, No, no one, Lord. And Jesus said to her, Neither do I condemn you. I'm not condemning the church. Go and sing no more. Verse 12. That's the last verse. Verse 12. Look at verse 12. Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but we have the light of life. Hallelujah. My prayer is that you are going to have the light that we have to bring the light in Jesus' name. 
And the one way to reign in life is to live a life of no condemnation. That's number one. Romans chapter 8, verse 1 says, Yes, therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. No condemnation. You must have a conscience that is free of condemnation. You must be able to say, I am moving inside outside. You must be able to say, I know no sin against myself, against anybody. I won't know God against anyone. You must be condemnation free. As no one condemning, no one God. Yes, I too do not condemn you. Because once you are free from condemnation, you cannot read in life. You cannot read. Sabanaya chapter 3, verse 3. Put it there, what am I going to say? Sabanaya chapter 3, verse 3 says, Because I have removed the condemnation and judgment over your life, there will never be any evil day in your life. The Lord has taken away your judgment. All those that are accusing you, all those that are accusing you, they are not taking them away. So stop being preoccupied with what you say against him, what you have against him, what they have for me. Ah, people looking at me. Maybe they are not doing well. Maybe they are doing well. Stop being preoccupied. A lot of people are even under the fear of what people will say or what people are saying. Or what people are saying. Look at what he says. The Lord has taken away your judgment. Make sure you put this past in your mind everywhere. He has cast out your head. Somebody say, Amen. The thing of this when the Lord is in your midst, you shall see disaster. No more. Someone say, No more. No more. And I was reading this scripture. The Lord was telling me exactly what I think of that woman in judgment by it. And he sent all the things I gave, and I give her the gift of no condemnation. People, when the Lord sent all your enemy away, there are some of you who still put yourself against yourself. You begin to act yourself from the game. Look at yourself if you don't and begin to condemn yourself again and again. I can never be right. I can never be upright. I don't know why I have to always be God. I don't know why I'm not always uh, up to task. I don't know why I always forget this. I don't know why I'm not always thinking. I'm not going to my last student. I'm the only one that is not brilliant. I'm not going to those that are rich. Why am I the only one that is poor? I'm not going to those that are gifted. Why am I not gifted? I'm not going to those that can sleep. Why can't I sleep anywhere? You keep on complaining yourself with other people, and that is why you feel condemned. And the way you try to live on them, they are the disaster they are the people. The one way to break in life is to live a life that is free of condemnation. That's number one. And Jesus said, Amen. Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin again. If you feel condemned, you will sin again. The fear of condemnation will cause you to sin again. That's why the Lord can never remove sin. The only thing that can remove sin is the gift of no condemnation. You are free to stand before God as still of our own and to ask them for whatever they want to do. Not by your own righteousness, but by the righteousness of Christ. I don't know who I was talking about. Maybe it was you on Sunday after service. 
And I quoted Isaiah 4, verse 6. And they asked him to quote it again. The Lord says, All our righteousness before God, they are like filthy rags before Him. Nobody can be qualified for righteousness or freedom by his own righteousness. The only one that can give the gift of no condemnation is Christ. Okay, you cannot qualify for righteousness on your own. That's the former sense. You can only receive the gift of righteousness. The gift of not being seen. That's why Sebaniah chapter 3 verse 2 says, I have taken away your judgment. Have cast away your enemy, therefore there shall be no disaster again in your midst. And I pray for you, even from now to the end of your life, you never see disaster. Ah, I wish I can explain this very well. Isaiah 54, verse 17. No people that are standing in this shall prosper. Every tongue that stands in this judgment, you should read from them, not out of the rest of it. You must know that God has given you the gift of global revelation and stand against every judgment that speaks against your life. Put it there, I start with one person, so that you understand what I'm saying. Go there for you, so that you can know when you are standing against anyone that is condemning you. You can never be perfect before God. You are not a never be accepted to all. Not everyone is like you. No people form against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you, judgment, you shall condemn. Who condemned it? I can't hear you. Because I see a lot of people, they are still under invitation, they are still shy. They are still feeling what you say concerning you. No, so they are preoccupied. Performance opinion, they are not free. You can't shine when you are hiding. You will be under limitation. But when you are yourself, you will be raised. That's why the first thing Jesus gave that man is neither the eye of their name. And second night chapter 3 verse 3 confirmed it. I have taken away your judgments. I have scattered your enemy. Scattered your enemy. I have chased away your enemy. Therefore, you shall not know soul anymore. I pray for you, you never know soul. Okay, the Lord has taken away your judgments. He has cast out your enemy. The people of Israel, the Lord is in your midst. You shall see disaster no more. Say it I will never see disaster. Okay, I'll take it back to Isaiah Let's look at that before verse 17 so that you understand what it means to actually be free from within. You are free from within. Look at what it says. No proof of against shall prosper, and every tongue who tries against you judgment, who will condemn it? Who will condemn it? This is the inheritance of the servant of the Lord. Anything of that, and your righteousness is somewhere. I can't hear you. Your righteousness is somewhere. Okay, let's do one more and we'll go to the next one. Luke chapter 5, verse 20. Luke chapter 5, verse 20. What guarantee righteousness in Christ? And I know that for you, you close your mind to this. But if God opens your eyes to see what God has provided for me, you will enjoy it. He said, Your righteousness is from me. Your righteousness is not from yourself. Your righteousness is from where? Look okay, at what he says. When Jesus saw their faith, they carried a man to the presence of Jesus in the Lord. Some men opened the roof and they carried the man and brought him before Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the man, Your sins are forgiven you. 
And when you say, no, 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 what should you say that? He said, I said it so that you can do. The Son of Man, I'm talking about the Son, has power on earth to forgive sin. I can freely give forgiveness, that's what it is. Okay, let's go to 23. 24. Okay, but that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. Question Does Jesus have power to forgive sins? Okay, does he have power to give the gift of righteousness? Are you sure? Did Jesus give you the gift of righteousness? I can hear you. Okay, look at what he says. So that I know that the Son of Man has our man for you sake. He said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, arise, take up your bed and and what? And go to your house. Verse 25. Verse 25. Immediately he rose up before them, took up what he had been lying on, and departed to his own house. Glorifying God. This said I'm going to glorify God. Verse 26, with the verse 26. And they were all amazed. And they glorified God. And they were filled with fear. Saying, We have seen same things God can produce sin. And cause you to rise and shine. I have taken away your judgments. I have scattered your enemy. I have chased away your enemy. There shall no longer be a disaster in your life again. Are you hearing me now? So, God has taken away your judgment. God has given you the key of full condemnation. God said everything that lies on the face of judgment, you are going to forget. That's your inheritance. That's your righteousness. So, every negative word concerning you. Tonight, I counsel you in the judgment. That's what God is saying. For you to shine in life. And what for you to shine is to receive the gift of no condemnation. Never you be weighed down by the condemnation of men. Let the righteousness of Christ prevail over your life. Say, Pastor, I hear you. Ready in life number two. You reign through the peace of God. You reign through the peace of God. Everybody that's reigned in life, they reign because God has given them peace. So I pray for you to have to return this. Can you say it very well? Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. Isaiah 26, verse 3. You will keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Raise your hands and say, Father, you will keep me in perfect peace. I will enjoy peace. Nothing will disturb me. Nothing will afflict me. In my family, I will enjoy peace. In my work, I will enjoy peace. In my job, I will enjoy peace. Nothing will trouble me in the mighty name of Jesus. Say it a few times. Now listen. What of the advantage you reigning is peace. 
David was a man after God's heart, but he fought so many battles. There were so many enemies against him. And he wanted to be the answer, but God said, not be the answer me. Because we have killed so many human beings. But I will give you a son after you. We shall be called a man of rest and peace in the name of the Lord. And God says, the Lord gave you peace around the house. That was no sin, no bad. They did the Bible also read and said, The Lord has given me peace round about, therefore I prosper. Prosperity is only possible when there is peace. Without peace, there is no prosperity. Isaiah 53, verse 3 and 4. Put it there. Isaiah 53, verse 3 and 4. You must always be praying for peace. It's a man of peace that can prosper and reign. Without peace, you cannot be. Without peace, you cannot reign. You must be prophesying peace. He's despised and rejected by men now, so that I'm totally free. He has a power of chasing from me. He was despised and will not explain. Pastor, we are going to fight. Surely he has borne our grief and carried our soul. Yes, we are still receiving and speaking by God and are keeping the most important verse, that's why. He was wounded for our sins. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement for our peace. The price of peace was. I can hear you. Was what? And by his hand, was what? Peace. Somebody shout peace. Now, most times, every time I think of the we always talk about healing. But there's another thing that has to do that is more than healing with peace of mind. No disaster, no affliction. That's what guarantees you shall Peace. 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 No accident. No evil. Peace. That's what guarantees you shall Because without peace, you will bring forth and backwards. You will take one step forward, another step backward. As you are doing what you are doing. Because you are always fighting. You are always in war. You cannot make prosperity when there is war. That's why God will trust God for peace of mind, peace of God in your head, peace of God in your association, peace of God in your He did you where? He did you where? I can't hear you. May the Lord give you a peaceful word. Peaceful blessing. Blessing without sorrow. Safe environment. Empowerment of love. Listen, and it's good. If you are walking and your place of you are always fighting to God. The Lord has not called you to a life of warfare. He has called you to a life of peace. He's peace. You see, you know, you know what I see for the Christ today? A lot of people are fighting all their life. Anything in my father's house, anything in my mother's house, anything in my 
The way to reign in life is to enjoy peace. The Bible says the peace of God that passes all understanding will keep your mind. Even when there are issues for you to think of, the only way is the calmness of God will rest upon your mind and your peace. There will be war everywhere, but the peace will stay. I pray that the peace of God will reign your life in Jesus' name. In your family and in your Jesus. One thing I guarantee already is the faith of your foundation. Number two is the truth of this. Number three is the freedom of God. The faith of God. When the Lord is trying to save a man, surely we push him to God of grace. When the Lord is trying to save for you, surely we push him to the point of grace, to God of grace. When he caught that man in adultery, and they know the Lord. The Lord said, You should do what? You should do what? Why should they bring that to Jesus? The Lord said, You should so hard. And they know the Lord. If I see what I get, they say, We are stolen. But you know, when they want to help you, even though anything they will take to Jesus, they will push you to your rest. They will push you. They will push you. You think they are fighting you, but they are actually pushing you to the point of grace. Whatever When the favor of God is upon you, you meet a bigger favor. It doesn't matter what you are enjoying now. By the favor of God, you are going to be aware of God. Amen. I can't hear your amen. Amen. The path of the just is like a shining light that shines brighter and get better on the path of God. That is how your path will be in the mighty name of Jesus. Why? Romans chapter 9 verse 8. Chapter 6, verse 9. It is not of him that ruleth, it is not of him that ruleth, it is of God that does not show him mercy. God will show him mercy. And because of the faith of God, you are going to reign. He will connect to the people that will favor you. Situation of life will push you to your favor. These are the three things that guarantee you shining in your life. Gift of no condemnation. Gift of what? Security, a place of favor for you. 
so that you can have everything that you need. The place of favor is where you find everything that you need. The place of favor. Raise your hands and say, Father, I will find favor in life. I will find favor in my journey. I will find favor in my workplace. I will find favor in my room. I will find favor in the church of God. In the name of Jesus. Say to the Greek That to the last He said, The man will not rest until he has set you to When the of God is at work in your life, somebody will not rest because of you. Ruth chapter 3, verse 16. The last verse, put it there, put it there. When the favor of God is at work, people will not be able to sleep because of you. They will not be able to see because they will work for you. Life becomes easy to you and you are ready to win. Then he said, Sit still, my daughter, until you know how the matter will come out. For the man will not rest until he has concluded the matter. This is what we are going to pray. All those who are supposed to help me, all those who are supposed to help me, they will not rest. Until they are happy in this year, until they are happy in this month, and we will go to the table in the name of Jesus. That's all we can see already in life. All those that are supposed to correct me, all those that are supposed to do this table, Lord, we will not rest until they are happy in the name of Jesus. Are you praying at all? Are you praying at all?
in the name of Jesus, they must locate me. They must locate me. They must not see all those that are supposed to assist me. All those that are supposed to protect me. All those that are promising something. They must do it. They will not protect the truth. Some of you are not praying. When you don't pray, you don't accept answer. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we are praying. God at the time when I was passing the corner woke me up and said, My son, mention the voice him and said, He's broken. Bless him and tell him that I care for him. I was passing in the church saying, God woke me up in the night and said, Tell him that I care for him, that I know that he's broken. So he did. Because I cried. So I woke up. And as I was praying for the person, are you awake? I said, yes. Tomorrow morning, package money and give to me. And tell me that I care for you. That I know that he's good. So the next thing, take to my office. To, to, to give me a gift of the same. Pastor, I see someone that can pay for God. I said, no, no, forget about this one. God spoke to me tonight. In fact, he walked me up with all of you. He said that you are good. That I should bless you. That God will bless you. So I put my hand in my pocket. And I gave him 400 naira. 400 naira, that's why I can't remember. But the money was sweet that time. Not so big, I can afford it. I had the money. So I gave it to him. So, and he left my office. And he left, they came to the shop to sell the testimony. He said, when he stepped out of my office, a friend of his father from Dada called him from the back. I said, are you in this room? Put his hand in the room and give him this. When he got to his department, he said, his father is at home, waiting for him. And he went back to my father gave me a lot of money. So he gave me this money. I was challenged. At that time, even as a pastor, I did not have a car. And I was challenged. I said, ah, God, how can you do that? I'm going to tell you that you care for me. What are you going to do for me? You will do it for me first. I want to tell you the testimony. What you cannot do? You will not do it. I can't do something like that, I'm not doing it for me. I thought I would. I pray. I think God. What does he have to do? Take me off me. Do the next thing. Pray for Jesus. Why are you praying? Pray, 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 pray. Pray for people. Esther, I'm praying for you, God. We will find people in God, just as find people in Israel, and we find people in man. Life, life is for me. I will find people in life in the name of Jesus. I will see the Lord in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Now, raise your right hand to him. Say, no more war. I will enjoy peace for the rest of this year. No more again. In the name of Jesus, I receive peace. I seek the God of peace. I seek the God of rest. I am made of abundant grace. And as I tell peace, peace in my pronouns, peace in my home, peace in my workplace, peace everywhere for me. And I tell God, I am in the place of peace. Peace is free. Free will be God that they get. Peace is free. Enough of God. In order of disaster, in order of evil news, peace, peace, in the name of Jesus, I 
Let them be free from any judgment. Let them be free from evil condemnation. Let your people enjoy peace. Give your people favor. I will take this holy coming and let them find favor with me. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Yeah.